Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And you're listening to Books and Bevies. <laughs> That's terrible. I, I thought I'd switch it up, but I actually hated that. <laughs> Rewind. I might keep that in, actually. I was trying to be creative. Um, <laughs> I feel like for the past like few episodes, too, we've gotten so confident in our like introduction of the podcast. Like we've only had to do one take. And now we're, I guess we're backtracking. Yeah, I thought I thought I changed things up and I ruined that. We are creatures of routine, Katrina. You know this. We've done the same intro every week or every episode. Uh, How are you? Pretty good. Just at home for the holidays, which is nice. Um, Putting off all my inevitable work that I should be doing till later and later which I will regret but not today so (laughs) that's future me problem I mean to be fair that's kind of like me with editing this week (laughs) all right episode comes out on the first let's record on the 30th fucking power through That's ironic that the one time we're in the same time zone, this is when it's hardest for us to find a time. Because <laughs> I feel like we just assumed that it would work out better. Whereas when you are four or five hours behind me, it's like, ah, oh, we actually have to like really plan ahead. Yeah, that's true. We just, we didn't think that much. That's no. all right. No. It happens. Yeah, you know, trust the process. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I mean, trying to relax before having to eventually go back to the farm. It snowed here, though, so that's super fun, like a lot. And usually it's kind of, the snow kind of skips over Victoria and just hits Vancouver. I mean, actually, that was a lie. We've gotten like a little bit of snow every year but like this is the first time it's been like really substantial yeah there's actually a lot of snow in vancouver too Mm -hmm. more than more than the usual Mm -hmm. it was like to the point where i couldn't get to work today in my poor corolla i was like "Eh." like maybe once i get to the main roads it'll be fine but I also really need to get my brakes changed. So just like with the weather that we're having, I just didn't want to risk it. 
yeah, bad breaks and <laughs> not great weather. <laughs> Maybe not the ideal combination. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, not a lot going on, if I'm being honest. Fair enough. I feel like that's the time in between Christmas and New Year's is just the time does not exist. Mm-hmm. Like I can lay down and just not move for two days. Does it matter? No, not at all. I'm does not count. <laughs> nope. And nothing is real. <sighs> all right. So second half of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who haven't listened to our previous episode, if you're starting here, maybe go back and listen to the first episode, not the first episode. Absolutely not. Don't listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're boycotting the first episode. Um, I want to say maybe just don't listen to the first five. <laughs> I think they're not good. <laughs> I just know that there are people out there who like to listen to podcasts like backwards, which I don't understand, like not in chronological order, like from release date, like they listen to things backwards. Like I've met people who do that. So I know. Interesting. Can't understand it. But anyways, this is not one of those episodes that you can do that. Um, because we have part one of Little Women just before this one. And we're now doing part two. So go back and listen to part one of Little Women. Yeah, because I don't I don't really have much to say on uh non-spoilers because we already discussed everything that we could. Yeah, I think so. I mean I guess. Oh, we should talk about our um, our bevies. What it, what's your bevy? Oh, we are not on the ball today. <laughs> All over the place. It's also like two thirty in the afternoon, so I don't know why we're not on the ball. But <laughs> um, it's it's because it's the timeless, lawless period between christmas and new year's exactly Um, there are no rules and i'm going to have a hell of a time editing this it always happens like the less time i have to edit the more chaotic the episode is i think it's because we mentally try and make it ordered and as soon as there's thought process going into what we're saying it gets worse (laughs) which is not a very good quality (laughs) yeah i'm uh I'm drinking tea. Nice. What about you? Um, I'm drinking nothing right now. Actually, I don't have a bevy. I was thinking about asking one of the guys I'm staying with for a beer. Yeah, you need one. I do need one. I'm going to go do it. BRB. All right. So update us on why you are asking someone else for a beverage. In your home. Yeah, yeah. So I guess um why we're drinking. Um we okay, so my house caught on fire um to just like dive right into it. Um little upsetting because I had to move because my neighbor tried to attack me and I found a place to live and I was there for like about a month and then I had to leave again. So I'm back to staying with my boss. Shout out to Nick and the boys um 
yeah, uh, not doing well mentally or emotionally or physically, if I'm being honest, but I am here. So, and now I have a beer. All right. A poet. <laughs> so yeah, you're having a, you're having a time. And this time, like they also just moved and they have a spare bedroom now. So at least I kind of like have my own space, which is good. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty tired of not having a home. <laughs> it's, it's right when you were getting settled too, which is so unfortunate. It was really funny because I texted a lot of my friends like when I found out that it was happening. Um, and every single person was like, how does this happen to you? Like, how is your life just one like random thing after another? Like you don't really hear about house fires very often. And granted, I will say the house fire wasn't awful. Like as far as things go, the damage was like not that bad. Um, I'm waiting on some updates from my roommates for when I can go back but probably early in the new year. So probably only a month out of the home. So that's nice. And it snowed here, so I'm happy about that. And the animals and the people I live with are okay. Yeah, as long as everyone was fine, I guess there's a silver lining in that. Mm -hmm. I've been trying really hard to stay positive. <laughs> There is always a bright side. I used to constantly say that to Sarah when we were younger and she hated it. Um, I still think she does, but I firmly believe there is always a bright side. So, I mean, there is, but I don't think it makes the dark side any less. Dark. No, not at all. <laughs> I just like to point it out. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I feel like, weirdly enough, like, the, the, the more, like, traumatic things that happen in my life, I feel like I'm better at staying positive through those, but then when, like, a minor inconvenience happens, I'm like, you're like, that is the actual last straw. <laughs> they forgot to put guacamole on my burrito, <laughs> and I paid extra for it. This is the end. My house catches on fire, and I'm like, ah, you know what? Everyone's okay, so that's fine. Also, it was really funny because I th think I already told you this because we actually have seen each other in person since the last episode. Crazy. Um, but just for like the listeners, uh, the woman who took the phone call at customer service, because my roommates just called my work because they knew it would be the fastest way to get a hold of me. Um, she like walked up to me when I was working and she was like, Sarah, everything's fine. Your house is on fire, but everything's fine. <laughs> like, in hindsight, that's like comedic gold, but and that that does seem like a comedy skit. <laughs> Everything is fine, but your house is on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Anyways, why are you drinking? Let's stop talking about me and my fucking dumpster fire of a life. Uh -huh. Honestly, just happy to be home. Um, not, I'm 
really nothing. <laughs> I know you're having a time. I'm having a different kind of time, which is a great time. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know, all things considered, I'm not having too, too terrible of a time. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like I have good support here. So it's like, I don't know. It's not like I have to go back and stay with my mom. It's like I get to hang out with friends and have fun, you know? Yeah. It's a different time, but it's not ideal, but it's also not the worst. I, I feel like you, you say that a lot about your day to day. Like it, it's not funny, but also it's a little funny. <laughs> it's not ideal, but it's not the worst. It's really funny because, like, I think I'm finally like. Obviously, I've been like living with these guys for like probably the total of a month now. Um, so I feel like they're starting to like get to know me more, and they're like, "I can't believe you've been through like so much in this short amount of time," and I'm like. Oh, wait till you hear the rest of my past. <laughs> You're like, this is the surface level. Get ready. Just like chipping away at the trauma that I've been through. And it's a miracle that I have made it this far. Yeah, it's definitely a, a lot to unpack. <laughs> you want to talk about baggage? <laughs> I paid so much money to get on this plane. <sighs> but this is not a therapy podcast <laughs> no it is not <laughs> book podcast apparently oh also one thing that i did want to mention um before we get into like the spoiler free if there is anything that's spoiler free um so last episode was technically our christmas episode and we didn't talk about Christmas at all, so I feel like we should make up for it like a little bit this episode, because we were originally planning to do a bonus episode on Christmas Day, but those plans fell through. So, you know, ow. Um, but we were planning on making the bonus episode a surprise, which is why we didn't really talk about Christmas very much in the actual Christmas episode. So... How was your Christmas? It was good. I I love holidays. Um, really, any holidays I think are just fun. Um, so I had a good time. I got to come home, which I was grateful for. I was unsure if I was going to be able to with all the lockdowns and stuff. So having a good Christmas. I love it. Also, there's lights everywhere. There's snow. That's our first white Christmas that I can remember. Like, I don't remember ever seeing it snow on Christmas. No, I feel like we, at least yeah, in Vancouver. <laughs> we, we used to get a lot of rainy Christmases, but mm-hmm. more and more we're getting a white Christmases. So that was fun. Yeah. I had a great Christmas. How are you? Yeah, my Christmas was pretty good. Very last minute, I also decided to go to Vancouver. So 
I went on Christmas Eve and then I left on Boxing Day um, and I just took the ferry over. On Christmas Day, didn't really do much because a lot of my family got snowed in. Um, so I had Christmas brunch and dinner with some friends and uh, me and my friend Shaq watched all four Shrek movies, which was super fun. And yes, we were completely sober. Um, and yeah, and then on Boxing Day, I saw my mom, which was super fun. We got lunch for a little bit and then I saw Katrina. And it's our first time seeing each other. I mean, I think this is probably the most we've seen each other in the span of a year in like since like high school. Yeah, I honestly think that's true, which is funny. <laughs> it feels like we see each other all the time, but because we just talk and send each other memes all the time. I'm just constantly updating you on my life and vice versa, but we don't really like obviously we don't really hang out with the exception of the podcast, but yeah. Hmm. So good Christmas. Yeah, good Christmas. Chill Christmas, which was kind of nice. Um, so Little Women, part two. Um, I've, I honestly, um, I think the only thing that I can say about the second part, I, I honestly can't remember what I mentioned in the first part. I get now, I get why it's a classic. It's good <laughs> and really that's all uh, like I under I understand why it's a classic book mm-hmm. yeah that's honestly really all I can say about it did you ever watch the movie no you whore it's on Netflix and it's good I I said I understood why it was a classic. <laughs> it's it's good. I did not like it enough that I would then spend two hours of my time watching the movie version. I I don't like that they're adults in the movie when they're supposed to be no. children. I feel like everything they do in the books is very childlike like the way they fight with each other in the beginning so it's just a bit weird that they would have grown women (laughs) acting out these scenes well they do they do it really well I was gonna say oh yeah and then I mean I guess we kind of talked about this a little bit last episode but also spoiler free part two is obviously just a continuation of the lives of the March sisters um but they're adults, still quite young, but like young adults now um, and kind of moving into actual womanhood, not childhood, which does happen very young for this time. Oh, also spoiler free. um, This is if you've read or if you've listened to the last episode where Katrina and I spent a very long time trying to figure out what war was taking place during the time of this book and 
I was on the ferry on my way to Vancouver and I just like read the back of the book for the first time. And I don't know why I haven't read it since, like even for the podcast, like usually we do it when we introduce the next book, but we just didn't do it. Cause I think neither one of us had a copy and it literally says on the back of the book takes place during the civil war. <laughs> I was like a good 15 minutes of our time spent could have just read the back of it. I think we did land on Civil War, though. That was, it just didn't need to take as long for us to get there. A lot of Googling when we could have just read the back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess what's your overall rating of part two? I think I'm just going to go for like an overall rating of like the book itself. Um, updated rating, I guess. Yeah. Updated rating. I feel this one's hard for me. Cause like, it's not that I disliked it and it's well-written and like, it's a good story. I just didn't, I don't know. Maybe seven. Okay. I feel like I feel like that's my that's my high, and then maybe six point five. I don't know. Just not your type of book. No. Also, I got very bored in the middle. True. I did. I did do some skimming. Also, I think for me, like reading this book. Even like part one was hard for me because I had already watched the movie and the way, way it's written is a lot more dull than like the movie presents the story, obviously, because movies tend to do that. Um, so I did, I did, and also because I had watched the movie, I kind of knew what was happening in the scenes that I was reading. So the only time I would, not the only time I would read, but like, I paid attention a lot more when it was like a part in the book that hadn't happened in the movie. Whereas when I was reading a part from that was in the movie, I was like, oh, I've like seen this and it was a little bit more exciting in the movie. So I'm just going to like skim through and just like not really pay attention. So I read it super quick, but. Um, yeah, I think for my overall rating, I would give it like. Give it an eight it's like it's above average for me but um but yeah I think it was like a little bit above average for me like it definitely wasn't a true like medium um but it just I think watching the movie first obviously ruined it for me because it always does like that's just always how it happens with books yeah um, But I think it was a good story and I did like the characters and I liked the way it was written. Um, Love the ending. Yeah. Um, I think it is a worthwhile read. If anyone is, especially if someone's into literature. I don't know. Whimsy. I feel like this is one of the books that it just everyone talks about though. It's like Oh, have you have you read Little Women? 
So I, I feel like I've bettered myself by being one of those people that can now say yes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, yeah, I think overall it is a good book. I was, yeah, just very, very pleased, but not ecstatic. Yeah. Anyway, so spoilers. Um, I feel like this is mostly going to be Katrina's points because not only did I not take notes, I also left the book in the cars and I did not get it before the podcast. So I'm hoping that your talking points will like trigger something from my memory and maybe I'll have an opinion. Yeah, well, I have two, really. Okay. Um, one, I remember last time you were saying that Teddy was like a huge heartthrob and it's like his thing um when Joe rejected him and that was his reaction I was like ew yeah I don't like this guy at all yeah I like him and Amy though yeah I I thought they were cute and when um he like confidently told her that he was over joe and she was all happy that was was cute but just like and i think they like they make sense as like a book couple like i agree with joe's perspective that like they wouldn't work and i think that like his reaction just proves that they wouldn't work you know yeah i just like i I don't think of him as a heartthrob or a even really much of a gentleman um <laughs> A lesson that everyone should take if someone does not want to date you that's the answer <laughs> move yeah. on don't yeah. be rude yeah um yeah no i don't know he's not like he's definitely not my main book crush at all and i think the only reason i have like a book crush on him is because Timothy Chalamet played him in the movie. Again, the movie has skewed my opinions on this book, which is why I shouldn't have watched the movie before reading the book. But um, yeah, definitely not like the ideal book boyfriend. I want to talk about book boyfriends. Read some Sarah J. Mass, and then we'll talk about some male characters. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Some opinions on those. (laughs) Oh, how did you take um, Beth's death? Um, I'm not going to lie. I was skimming part of the chapter or part of whatever, (laughs) and I was like, Something seems to have gone wrong, and I don't know who has died, but everyone is sad, so I had to rewind. So I was prepared for the sadness, because I had already read that people were sad, and then I realized why, Hmm. because I did not, apparently I don't read properly. it was fine I feel like I feel like none of the characters I'm very invested in I just like they're all meh so they could have all died and I would have been like cool (laughs) I feel like I would have liked the book more (laughs) 
an interesting plot twist. I feel like I would have, um, yeah, I also wasn't very invested in any of the characters. I feel like I would have been a lot sadder if it was a book from like our time period, you know? Like it was hard to, I feel like it was hard to get invested in those characters because of the way it was written. Just cause like it was difficult to read. So it wasn't as much of an like, you know, when you're emotionally invested in a book, like those yeah. tend to happen when it's like an easier read for me. Like if it's more difficult to read, I'm not gonna be as invested in it because it feels more like work to read it or I'm just skimming it, which is what happened with this book. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you when do you think of Beth's death? Um, I'm well, I mean, I knew it was gonna happen <laughs> because again, I watched the movie. Um, the movie obviously was a lot sadder. Like I cried in the theater, I did not cry when reading the book. Um but Yeah, honestly, I feel like the movie did a really good job of making um, this book like exciting and a little bit more relatable for our time period. Like, you know, when you watch a movie that takes place a long time ago and it feels really dull and like uninteresting and just whatever, I feel like the movie did a really good job of like actually getting people invested. Um, but I mean, obviously Beth's death was sad, but it did kind of feel very like, again, because I had watched the movie, when you read the book, you do kind of like, you can't kind of tell that it's going to happen. Like Beth is always kind of described as like sickly. Um, yeah. So it's like, I wasn't like surprised. Like if she had been shot, I would do that would be a whole nother story. <laughs> like it wasn't I, an I'm not sure what it is we like in books. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh she died. Yeah, it was very boring death. I wish she would have been shot. I just feel like it wasn't an untimely death. And I definitely was expecting it. Again, granted, I watched the movie, but I think even if I was reading the book, I would have kind of been like, oh, well, that makes sense because she was sick in the first part. And then she, you know, was kind of sickly yeah. for most of the book and didn't seem like she really got much better. So it just kind of makes sense that she would pass. I also didn't love I feel like this isn't like the earlier parts of the book but I think I think it happened again in part two um you know when you read a book and they describe the characters but it you kind of learn about what they look like and how they are throughout mm -hmm. I felt like in this book it was just written as like this is what she is like this is what the sister looks like acts like and is moving on next sister this is what she looks like acts like and is i just didn't think it was like that interesting 
Yeah, I didn't hate that in the first part of the book, but I feel like it was brought up enough times in the like during the book that it wasn't needed. I feel like if it hadn't been brought up again, I would have liked it a lot better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I just didn't find it necessary because it carried through in the actual story. And like, that's how you usually find out things. But like here it was like, let me tell you everything about this character and then repeat it throughout the book. Yeah, I um, that's another thing that like having reread the Harry Potter books as an adult, just like as another um kind of way to relate it um every same like the first chapter of every single Harry Potter book I think up until the fifth book where J.K. Rowling finally just start decided to stop doing it it's like this is Harry Potter he has a lightning scar he thought he was a normal boy but no he's a wizard and like the first chapter or at least the first few pages of the first four Harry Potter books are like that and I will, I will say, granted, they are for children. But I mean, I guess also granted, this book was this for book children. is for children too. Yeah. So, so maybe, that's, maybe that's just it. Maybe we're just reading children book, children's books, and we're like, why is this not <laughs> complex enough? <laughs> Picks a book meant for a child. I wish it was complex. All right. So that was. I wasn't surprised by her death. Well, My point was so. neither relevant or interesting is what we're getting at (laughs) i apologize this book is for children and that is why it is the way it is yeah yeah i think that probably explains why i didn't love it (laughs) yeah i think it's easy to forget that it's a children's book because it's written in such like an old language or like it's written in old english so it's easy to forget because even though it's for children, it's still kind of difficult to read because it's not, you know, today's English. Yeah, it's written in a a different way than is normal for us to read. I, some of the words threw me off when I was reading it and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I have to think about think about what they're trying to get across, but either way it was all right it was fine yeah it was very very middle ground slightly better in my opinion than katrina's opinion but that's pretty standard (laughs) yeah why why do i dislike books (laughs) what's the other um quick to criticize apparently oh my other i think i already mentioned it Oh, yeah. It was when Meg was having issues with her husband Mm. and she got her mom's advice and then saying that um, it was like a mistake that most, most wives make that she's forgotten her duty to her husband and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, uh, this terrible motherly advice and that I remembered what time period we're in but I just highlighted it and commented I hate this but yeah I honestly I don't have much to add I do you want to talk about the ending yeah right 
I guess the uh, the ending, Joe finally turns around and becomes a little softy, <laughs> which I liked because she hesitated a bit to get into a relationship. She was like, I spent this whole time being like, I don't want any of these things. Um, and then she found someone she actually likes. She's like, just kidding. Turns out I do. I just didn't like anyone before. Um, I feel like it was it, it would have been sad if they didn't let Joe have that character growth. Mm-hmm. It was a nice way to Speaking end it. Of- <laughs> Speaking of character growth, um, in a high contrast to <laughs> It Ends With Us, <laughs> this book was much better. What about plot twists? I don't think there was any plot twists. I mean, like, may- not really. No. Nothing major. No but I also wasn't expecting it. So. Yeah. Not, yeah. If Beth had got shot, on the other hand, now that would be a twist. Shot by who? Ooh. Who do you think? <gasps> Mr. Lawrence. Oh no way! I was gonna say that. <laughs> I feel like that would that would have been a good scandal. And a twist. Why aren't we authors? Because <laughs> my writing is terrible, and our books would have no structure. I'd just be like, twist, twist, <laughs> random <laughs> thing. Everyone gets shot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I also like, um, I like what Joe did with Aunt March's house. I kind of liked the. Uh, oh, the school. Yeah. And I like that she was kind of like, did it just to be a little sass. I like how all of the girls just did everything in spite of Aunt March. <laughs> like, I feel they, like that was a relatable aspect of it, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't do this. Okay, I will do that then. Immediately, I will. <laughs> You don't want me to even entertain this man. I'm going to marry him instead. (laughs) But, oh, I was going to say, like, when um, you were just talking about how, like, I don't know, we kind of talked about it in the first episode about how my mom thinks I'm Joe. But I just, I really think that you are way more Joe than I am. I. I honestly, I think I would agree with you. Like, I think out of all of them, you would be the most Joe. Like, you're like, like, even just what you said about like, oh, it's not that I like didn't want to date. I just hated everyone (laughs) until you met the right guy. (laughs) Checks out. I think I'm way too soft to be Joe. You're right. I feel like it just doesn't, it doesn't quite fit. I mean, I am fairly independent, but I don't think that's my choice. (laughs) No, I was kind of thrust upon you at the ripe age of five. (laughs) As soon as I, for as long as I can remember. Yes, until that point. Maybe 
you were allowed to be not independent when you were like four they're like all right we'll take care of you (laughs) when I couldn't walk or feed myself but as soon as I was able to do those things they're like all right you're on your own obviously it's not my job as a parent (laughs) to take care of this (laughs) five-year-old doing well yeah I like I like the ending I thought it was a it made it way more interesting. I thought it was going to end the way the middle was going, where it was just kind of bland. And I was like, mm, I cannot wait for this book to be over. But then when I started seeing some uh, character changes, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was a bit dramatic reading the middle part. <laughs> I will say the second part, um, just because I, I know, I'm surprised you haven't asked me this, but um, I will say I feel like the second part was a little bit less whimsical. Not as much whimsy. <laughs> Not as much whimsy. Less war, though. So maybe war and whimsy are. <laughs> Beth dies. You're like whimsy. <laughs> hey, you know, it's a pretty dark book for a children's book. It's true. I think there are some pretty dark books out there for children. Like we were talking about Moby Dick. No, oh, yeah, that's true. Also, I think most of the, like children's fairy tales, like their original stories are fucking twisted. Oh, yeah. I just feel like children just did not get, they didn't get much whimsy. Ever. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's why you find whimsy in non-whimsical things is because you needed to. <laughs> I really don't. I feel like none of them are exactly you. Like I would take bits of everyone's personality and I could like create you. Mm-hmm. Maybe Beth. Well. Maybe Amy. Cool. Which do you think? I think more Amy. I just think, because I feel like she is sensitive, but not in the same way Beth is. Like, I feel like Beth is very, like, soft. And I think I'm not quite as, like, not quite, like, as soft and good as Beth. I do play the piano, though. <laughs> I, maybe but that's I why I'm thinking that. I can also draw, though, so I'm also an artist. Yeah, all right. I'll go with Amy. Yeah, I feel like more Amy. Yeah, but it's it's definitely not, like, a clear, this is who you're like. Same, same with you and Joe. Yeah. It's just, like, if I had to pick, I would say Joe. And that one, maybe, you're maybe, like, Joe and a little bit of Meg. And I think I may be Amy with a little bit of Beth. Yeah. I can see that. Which is funny that we don't overlap. (laughs) We are such fucking opposites. Like, it's not even funny. Like, I don't think, for those of you listening who, like, haven't met Katrina and I and, like, haven't grown up with us, but, like, Katrina was, like, an academic tomboy who did a lot of sports 
when she was in elementary and high school and I was like an artsy fartsy very medium academic um borderline delinquent more towards the end of high school um and somehow our friendship has lasted almost 20 years um and it's like I feel another thing that I that find really funny is I kind of feel like we've switched in certain areas like I think you're still more academically driven and I'm way more creative but I feel like now I'm way more of a tomboy and you're now a girly girl like that part yes un- unbelievably so I feel like that's a that's a clear switch that we've had it was a slow progression though I think I think so too but yeah but yeah you were such a girly girl when we were younger and you're such a girly girl now yeah very shocking that we literally cannot find much in common I I can't like off the top of my head think of like anything that we have in common except for like memories (laughs) reading (laughs) well yeah hence hence the podcast we both like to read it's our common ground in our friendship and we both loved the same music when we were growing up but as for like hobbies not so much that's true (laughs) I'm really thinking about it right now I think it's like like you do enjoy like art and music and stuff like that like you did do like you did draw and like you have done that but it's just not your your main way to spend your time just like me with soccer (laughs) I wouldn't join a soccer team. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I'm a little lost. Soccer? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, well, since you've already started reading it, do you want to introduce the next book? Yes, it's a uh, fantasy book very excited but i'm already like a third of the way done it's called dan i'll actually go grab it so i don't jokes it's right next to me (laughs) (laughs) um it's called dance of thieves by mary e pearson um basically it's about like different families in this uh fantasy world that battle um that was a terrible description but you get the idea you know and it is i like it so far okay I, i do have some thoughts about it um but it's pretty good um so that's what we're gonna be doing next episode so the next episode will come out on january 15th pick it up if you want to read along or if not you can just listen to our thoughts (laughs) 
Um, oh yeah, and I guess this episode is coming out on the first. So do you have any New Year's resolutions or any New Year's I don't know, things oh. to say, add to the podcast? Happy New Year. Happy um, New Year. I don't, I, I have not thought about New Year's resolutions yet. Maybe. Try and be more social. In a pandemic. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I feel like this, this is not good for introverted people where now because I've had like two years of it being very socially acceptable not to hang out with anyone when it stops being socially acceptable I'm gonna have a hard transition me too I'm gonna be like but I want to stay home and read every single day yes or when when someone asks you what are you doing and you're like oh nothing they're like oh so you have time to hang out and you're like no, like nothing time is very important to me. <laughs> like I have face masks and like bath bombs waiting for me at home and books to read and Netflix shows to binge. And silence to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Then since uh, my initial resolution is not a good idea. I guess I don't have any. Anyway, so yeah, what is your uh, revised resolution? I honestly don't know. Usually I say to floss every day, but honestly, I had that resolution last year. I've been so good. Wow. Like I fully floss every day. Who am I? I feel like that one took years to convince myself to start doing, but that's just, I made it part of my routine. Um, so, so your only flaw was that you didn't floss every day and now you're just flawless because you floss every day. Absolutely. I don't know why that question needed to be asked. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know. Fair. You? Um, I honestly don't have a huge one either. I feel like I'm the type of person who like really consistently just tries to work on myself. Like I don't, I feel like a lot of people just like rely on New Year's and they'll say something ridiculous like, oh, I'm going to stop eating sugar. And it's like, well, this dumb resolution because you can't commit to 60 365 days of no sugar like if you're I don't know I kind of think new year's resolutions in a, in a way are kind of dumb because I like to just work on myself year-round but um I do I do hate very proud of the people that start going to the gym in the new year's happy for you love that but I do hate as someone that goes to the gym regularly when there's so many people at the gym in January and I'm like I just want my normal routine to continue 
and then there, it's just like crowded and awkward and as I mentioned I don't like socializing so it's just it feels like hanging out with people when there's so many people at the gym um oh yeah that's that's my thoughts yeah I feel like for for the new year there's not necessarily things that I want to like work on for myself but there are things that I would like to accomplish if that makes sense (laughs) I was really hoping you were gonna say I would like other people to work on Oh, well, that's that is very accurate. Um, I will make a resolution for someone else. <laughs> um, but no, like I know I want to start school in January, or at least start signing up for my courses in January. That's something I want to accomplish. Um, also, finding a home is something that I want to accomplish, and. But I mean, that's not something I want to like find in 2022. That's something I want to find sooner. So like, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big New Year's girl, except for the drinking. Do you have plans for New Year's? I mean, I know with the restrictions, probably not. Or if you do, it's something small. Honestly, I don't think so. Plus, I have to, I have to fly in a few days, like after New Year's. I just like, I don't know if it makes sense, like risk it. Might stay with my parents. Fair. Your parents are dope. All right. Well, I think that's all I got to say. Me too. Well. We did it again. It was all me. Thank you. It was all you? You said you did it again. So I said, yes. Thank you. No, I said we. Oh. (laughs) I just just assumed you were complimenting me. So I was like, all right. (laughs) All right. New New Year's resolution. I take that back. I think I need to listen better. And like respond, like get better at communicating. That's a good one. All right. I'll write that down. Like if someone asks you a question, answer and then ask a question. But yeah. All right. We did it. Nice. We did it. (laughs) Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Yes, thank you. So. If you want to follow us on social media, it's at bookbevies, B-O-O-K-B-E-V-V-I-E-S for Instagram and Twitter. Did I spell it wrong? No, you're so awkward. And I thought you were going to forget to mention that it was Instagram and Twitter. No. (laughs) I thought you were just going to say it It is at bookbevies. Anyways, continue. And our email is the same thing, <laughs> bookbevies at gmail.com. Not Apple. Not <laughs> dang it. It is not the same thing. It's slightly different. It's scratch the at bookbevies, then put the at after, then put gmail.com. Put, maybe just don't contact us this week. Um, <laughs> I can't handle it.
<laughs> oh, and don't How's that? <laughs> You're a star. Um, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.